Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back to the Cajun Libertarian Live. I'm your host, the Cajun Libertarian, as my wife likes to make fun of me for that intro, and that is okay. Love, love, love being here with y'all tonight on the Cajun Libertarian Live. We will be talking about the Catholic Church absolutely lacking every bit of self-awareness that they could possibly ever had in the first place. Uh, a teacher loses her ever-loving mind and gets fired, and she should have. We're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about how is that racist, kick rocks, and several other things tonight on the Cajun Libertarian Live. Big episode. Do not miss. Welcome back to the Cajun Libertarian Live Monday night on Just a Thought. So, a little gratitude, or a lot of gratitude, and a big thank you. Uh, last week, the Just a Thought episode that aired on Monday night was the second highest watched show that I have ever done in almost six months of doing this. It's second only to the interview with Spike Cohen himself. And so, huge thank you. Um, I mean, it builds a super big amount of confidence in myself to keep doing this and to keep getting better at it. And so thank you. I hope tonight is just as good, if not better. Um, I do know a few things that are better. Number one is going to be Laura Province, K2 Realty, LLC. Your home is your sanctuary. As a second generation real estate agent, Laura Province knows the importance of helping her clients navigate through the home buying and or selling process. Whether you're buying your first home, a second investment pro property, or seeking that dream retirement residence, you will have a seamless experience with K2 Realty. So please check out Laura Province, especially if you are in the Mississippi, Louisiana, and Texas area. Check out Laura Province. Phenomenal realtor has all the credentials. So getting into tonight, we have a lot to talk about. <clears throat> I've been pulling a lot of content from a lot of different areas, and I've, I've got so much content on my notes here that um, some of it's going to have to be saved for next week and possibly the week after. That's how much news is rolling in. And that's how crucial and important it is to our lives right now. It's absolutely incredible what's going on. A lot of so many comments going on. This is how important things are, are, are moving right now. A lot of things are happening. A lot of things are going on. And we're going to talk about every possible thing that we can in one small episode. I am going to change this ticker to the anchor.fm call-in. So please Give me an anchor call-in moment. I will play them live. I do not bet them. I have two now. We'll play one right now as soon as I get there. Let's see. Our first one is going to be from James M. Ray. James, what you got? Okay, Cajun, I'll give you a call. This is James M. Ray. 
And I don't just talk about thorium. I actually talk about other things too. And one of the things I've started talking about that either is or isn't very popular is the fact that social security is systemic racism if you take the U.S. government's own age statistics into account. This is not me saying it. This is the U.S. government saying it about this U.S. government program that is incredibly popular and that is a Ponzi scheme. But by the time we say the word scheme, people have already quit listening to us as libertarians. So we have to call it systemic racism. That's the message. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. That's a fantastic anchor call-in, James. <laughs> that is a complicated, that is very, some very complicated subject matter right there. Um, I like it a lot. Let's dive into it. I cannot do that right now because I don't have the numbers in front of me that I would like to handle that situation. That is a complex call-in moment. Thank you, James. You have given me inspiration for more content, and that's absolutely fantastic. So as you can see, you can also call in anchor.fm, call in Cajun Libertarian. You just download the app. If you don't have it now, go follow me, favorite me, and then leave a voice message. You get 60 seconds to either embarrass yourself, embarrass me, or make a phenomenal call a moment like James Ray just did. So phenomenal that I cannot even respond to that. Uh, I would I would love to dive into that and will. So... Okay, well, Morgandale has a fairly decent explanation. I still think it needs more fleshing out. It's not complicated. African-Americans have a shorter lifespan than the Caucasians. Pretty simple. It doesn't sound simple, Morgan, but I will give you the benefit of the doubt, and we will climb into that later. We have another anchor call-in moment as of right now. Please give us more. So with that being said, let's get into our first Headline, Daily Mail UK, who knew that frying noodles was racist? Frying noodles. Unreal. Unreal. We're going to talk about it. Pippa Middlehurst. Let me give you a little background on Pippa real quick and show you some of the extraordinary things that she's done with her life. Pippa Middlehurst a cancer research scientist who won the BBC show Brian's Best Home Cook has been forced to fight back after being accused of racism for daring to publish a Chinese cookbook when she's white. How's that racist? It's not racist. You already know that. That's a satirical part of this segment. It's not racist. You know that. On its face, you understand that's not racist. Right? How's it racist? It's not racist. The BBC recipe writer studied Chinese cookery at Lanzhou Noodle School. So she's also a trained chef in Asian culinary arts. And she made a cookbook because she's really good at cooking noodles and dumplings. How's that racist? It's not racist. Cultural critic and journalist Rosalind Tullison, Tullison, I think, posted a photograph of Manchester-born Pippa online yesterday and posed the question, why did a white woman write a cookbook about dumplings and noodles? I can tell you why. Because she's been 
trained in the Asian culinary arts by professional teachers. And she's probably good at cooking dumplings and noodles. So she made a cookbook so that other people could also enjoy cooking dumplings and noodles. Very easy explanation. The color of her skin and the background of which she was raised in has nothing to do with the fact that she's good at cooking dumplings and noodles. At all. At some point, I am going to switch to the earbuds as soon as I feel confident. I hate these headphones, to be honest with you. But that's where we're at. Dumplings and noodles. Another excuse to throw up that dumbass graphic. How's that racist? It's not. The BBC recipe writer studied Chinese cookery at the Lanzhou Noodle School. I put that note twice. That's okay because it bears repeating. Not only is she good at cooking dumplings and noodles, she's good at cooking dumplings and noodles because she trained other under Asian teachers at an Asian school that cooks dumplings and noodles. Here's a quote from Pippa herself. She called them, quote unquote, woke bullies, saying attacking an individual that you know nothing about and called her an arrogant and uncreative white woman. Oh, all right, because that's not racist. But her cooking dumpling or making a, a, a cookbook about dumplings and noodles is the calling her an underachieving and untalented, uncreative white woman isn't apparently get bent get this toxic trash i don't care what you think i know most of you are going to probably agree with me sorry i need to pull my computer here a little closer I'm trying to adjust things to make them better her friend which by the way is apparently a, another acclaimed chef um i forget the the adjectives that they use like goddess nigella or something like that i don't know any of these people by the way her friend, Nigella Lawson, who is also a chef, said, what's next? Italians storming Nigella headquarters after she cooked pasta carbonara. Probably. Because apparently, in 2021, that's racist. Also, it's not racist at all. A lot of comments already. I'd like to dive into that, how this, how is this racist segment first to lighten the mood Sometimes it's, I guess it's not. <laughs> Thank you, Corey. High blood pressure is racist. Everything's racist. That's a pretty good comment right there, Brian. I was wondering why the Frisbee kept getting bigger and bigger, and then it hit me. But then it hit me. Oh, okay. Lots of comments. Um, I cannot possibly show them all. I need a producer. Oh, because she eats the, the 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 dumplings and the noodles. Sorry about that. Yep. Oh, Lord have mercy. This is the world we live in now. Reject it. Reject it because it's false. This is trash. This is divisive, toxic, toxic trash. <clears throat> this is their, excuse me, sorry. This is their uh, claim to cultural appropriation. I will, I will get in that the very end of this because absolutely ridiculous absolutely ridiculous um no cooking dumplings and noodles and making a cookbook about it isn't racist it's not you know what else isn't racist probably most things there's a lot of things that are more things are not racist than they are 
Can you believe that? Can you believe we have to have that conversation in 2021? Like that has to be explained right now that more things are not racist than they are racist. It's utterly insane. However, you can go and fight about it on this app, Vid Debate. If you are at all involved in politics, then you probably like to argue. We all like to argue. Well, you can do your arguing at Vid Debate. Where you can post a video online or you can respond with a video to somebody else's. Vid Debate app is designed to give users the ability to use their God-given right of free speech to post up to three-minute videos on the topic of the day. Every day, Vid Debate will post a question in the hopes to draw strong opinions from all sides of a range of topics, from pulp, pop culture to politics. Brian Lamar, the founder and creator of Vid Debate, began the project in the hopes to build a platform to help Debaters send an impassioned message to tons of viewers and followers instantly. I have a testimony from somebody who watches the show who decided that they were going to check out Vid Debate. They said it's pretty awesome and it's brand new. It will be available on iOS very soon. It is available for Android right now. Speaking of right now, hmm, the Catholic Church. Yeah, it was in the headline. So another headline here. I usually like to breathe through the how is this racist segment because it's supposed to be satirical and lighthearted and open it up and funny. And then um, I don't, you know, there's not a whole lot of substance there is there. Be honest with yourself. If you disagree with me on this, evaluate yourself. Think about it. Is there really any content to that? Is a white woman making a book about noodles and dumplings because she is trained professionally? Also, a cancer research scientist. Is that racist? You know it's not. You, you know it's not racist. It's not. So stop it. This is just a vice of toxic trash. This is segregation. This is modern day segregation. You're wrong because your skin is white. Raw. Re. Actually, my skin is not white. My skin is very brown. But I know what you're saying. Yes. I have been actually racially discriminated against on many, many occasions, even at threat of violence because of my skin color. As you can see, or hear rather, see and hear because you're watching it live on the Cajun Libertarian. I speak good English. But to some people, that's weird. And they decided to threaten me with violence if I didn't speak good English. So, cook your cookbooks. Make your cookbooks. Write your cookbooks. Cook your food. Enjoy each other's culture. Because that's one of the most beautiful things about this planet. Is that we have a globe full of different cultures. That's an amazing thing. That's not a bad thing. We have an amazing globe full of culture that we can all enjoy and share with each other. This is what we're supposed to do. So please, cook your dumplings, cook your noodles, cook your Mexican food, cook your Southern food, cook your Italian food, Mexican food, all the foods. Cook all the foods. That, that 
is the way. This is the way, right? The Catholic Church, the Pope, in an interview, Pope Francis suggested that people have a moral obligation to receive one of the new coronavirus vaccines as soon as possible. Quote, I believe that morally everyone must take the vaccine, the Pope said, in a January 10th interview for Italy's TG5 news program. It is the moral choice because it is about your life, but also the lives of others. I do not understand why some say that this could be a dangerous vaccine, says Pope Francis. If the doctors are presenting this to you as a thing that will go well and doesn't have any special dangers, why not take it? There's a suicidal denialism that I would not know how to explain, but today people must take the vaccine, says the Pope. Hmm. I don't understand why people think the way they do. Who cares? Take the vaccine. That was the last sentence in there. Let me go back to the first one. Let's explore the first one for a minute, right? Shall we? Yes, we shall, because I have the microphone and the camera. I believe that morally everyone must take the vaccine. It is the moral choice because it is about your life, but also the lives of others. I believe that morally everyone must take the vaccine. That's coming from the head of the Catholic Church, the Pope, the Catholic Church. Let me explain something to you, Catholic Church. For the next 20 years plus, the words moral obligation, that phraseology that you just used, should not enter your mouths or exit it. You should sit down and shut the up for at least 20 years with no sexual child predatory abuse allegations. Minimum 20 years. Shut the up. You have no right, none, none to preach to anybody about moral obligation ever about anything for no reason. Let's find out why. You already know why. You already know my stance on these things. But here's some numbers. We like numbers. Don't we like numbers? Yes, we like numbers. Why do we like numbers? Because numbers don't lie. Thanks, Lil Wayne. You are correct. Accurate numbers don't lie. No, they don't. So let's talk about some numbers here and why the Catholic Church should shut the f up. The John Jay Report, commissioned by the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops, USCCB, commissioned the John Jay College of Criminal Justice in 2002. John Jay Report indicated that some 11,000 allegations had been made against 4,000 392 priests in the United States of America, recorded from 1950 to 2002. Let's repeat it. 11,000 allegations have been made against 4,392 priests in the USA. So when you think about moral obligation, how about you morally stop your pedophilia? You are literally the peanut gallery of moral obligatory duty right now. Shut up, sit down, and go get in your corner and be quiet. And this is from somebody who is a disciple of Jesus, okay? No, I'm not a Catholic, all right? For many reasons. There's one. Sit down, shut up, and don't say a word for a while. You have no place 
in society to preach to anyone about moral obligatory duty. Let's keep going. Of the abused, 81% were male, 19% were female, 22% were younger than age 11. 22% were younger than age 11. 51% were between the ages of 11 and 14. And 27% were between the ages of 15 and 17 years when the first abused. Within the youngest age group, 64% of abused children of abused children with your preaching of moral obligations. 85% were male. 2,411 of the priests had a single allegation made against them, while 149 priests had 10 or more allegations made against them. Sit down and shut the up. Worry about your house. In spite of the importance of this study, the John Jay studies have been heavily criticized. Hmm, I wonder why. Some critics deem the studies as inaccurate and consider the researchers ignorant on the subject. I could imagine they would probably say that. Yeah, because they don't want to get convicted either. Good God, there's so many, there's so many comments. I can't keep up with them, y'all. You know I love to put your comments on the screen. I'm sorry. Um, this is an ungodly amount of comments right here. So, I'll put Corey's up in there. Old friend. Love that guy. Love to see you here, Corey. Uh, didn't expect to find you here. Been a long time. Uh, you were amazing. Thank you, my friend. I was four when I was abused in a Presbyterian church by a quote-unquote volunteer. I don't think it's a domination thing, rather a sin. That's a fact. Yes, it is. Absolutely. But the Catholic Church was the one that decided they were going to pipe their effing mouth up and say that they wanted to preach about moral obligation, moral obligatory duty, so they can kick rocks. I wasn't supposed to say that yet. I am a little fired up because. I am a strong advocate for children. I am a strong advocate for those that cannot defend themselves. So if you are going to sit on your high horse in the Vatican and preach at people about moral obligatory duty, I am going to tell you to shut the up. And I'm going to point out the stats that are the reason that you have no business at all preaching anything at anybody for moral obligatory duty. Especially in this time of heavy divisiveness and, and no, no, you're the peanut gallery of moral duty right now. Go to your corner, go to your corner, be quiet because this is what happens when you don't. In 2018, a grand jury again, we're just talking about the United States now, we're not even talking about the U.S., now we're talking about specifically Pennsylvania. Which, I love Pennsylvania, by the way. Just had Liz Terwilliger on last night. Incredible interview. Go back and watch it. PA is an absolute breeding ground for libertarianism and liberty and personal choice. And it's just freaking fantastic. I love Pennsylvania. And get a little giddy here. You're about to find out why even more we love Pennsylvania. Not because of the priest stuff. But in 2018, a grand jury in Pennsylvania issued a report of 884 pages. 
stating that there were over 1,000 identifiable child victims of sexual abuse by over 300 priests in six of the eight Roman Catholic dioceses. If I said that right, in Pennsylvania, while advising that there were more li more like there that there were likely to be thousands more, likely to be thousands more. Only two criminal charges were brought as either the priests involved had died or the statute of limitation had run out, a situation the grand jury stated made them sick. The grand jury recommended to the Pennsylvania legislature that, and I'm about to go through a couple of those recommendations from the legislature. So six out of eight Catholic dioceses had over 300 priests. just in Pennsylvania alone. So I don't want to hear about your moral obligatory duty to take a vaccine. I'm not preaching against the vaccines. I hope to God the vaccines work. I really do. I want to, I've, I've said it many times. I want them to work. I want to get, I know a lot about coronavirus and it's important to us right now. And it's, they're using this as uh, as a segue into ultimate totalitarianism, like basically across the globe, right? And so it's very important to talk about it. And I know a lot of statistics about statistics about it. I know a lot of things about it. But I have, <laughs> I think I said this in the last show. Um, at this point, I, I'm, I may make a shirt that says, I would rather get COVID than talk about it. Because this is, this is ridiculous. The, and, the numbers, the numbers as of to date, I think over 70% of America's been vaccinated. How many people like myself have been naturally, organically inoculated? How many numbers that you're not seeing of millions of people walking around that have gotten coronavirus? Those numbers aren't there. You know why? Because that's impossible to track. Do you know how down the mortality rate would drop if we actually knew how many people have been infected with coronavirus as it stands right now it's 99.99 plus percent survival rate minimum 98 percent minimum minimum 98 percent what are we doing what what what, what are we doing I hope to God the vaccines work. Right now, there is a 99.996 efficacy rate as I checked last time I checked last week. Very rare adverse reactions. Now, does that inoculation wear off quicker than expected? That's possible. I'm not ready to really believe that. I do think that they're pushing out boosters for money. I don't know that they're needed. They may be needed. I have I, who knows? Nobody knows. So for the people that are arrogantly saying the science is settled, well, we know, well, this is what you got to do. And we, we could just end coronavirus. That'll never happen. Coronavirus is here to stay. That is inarguable. Check it. We have a literal global history of virology. The virus is here to stay. This zero COVID expectancy is, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Anyway. Back to the Catholic Church, who decided that they were going to just allow thousands 
of priests all over the world. Now, we're just talking about a few here in the United States to sexually abuse children, to be pedophiles, molest them, the most innocent people that we have on the planet. And you don't get this. This is a no. It doesn't matter if you're right at all. It doesn't matter. I please, please understand. This is the point that I really want to drive home. I don't care if what he says is right. I don't. The fact of the matter is, sit down, shut up, go to your corner because you, you've been sexually abusing children for decades. So the words moral obligatory duty do not get to leave your mouth without some severe effing backlash. Go sit down and shut the f up. Only two criminal charges were brought as either the priests involved had died or the statute of limitations had run out. Situation that the jury said made them sick. Here's some things that the Pennsylvania legislature decided that they would put forth as new law. Number one. The statute of limitations for child sexual abuse in Pennsylvania be completely eliminated. Yes. Check. There's one. The window for filing civil suits be expanded. Check. Yes. Thank you, Pennsylvania. Number three. The grand jury found that the church officials followed a playbook for concerning the truth. I'm sorry. A playbook for conceding the truth, minimizing the abuse by using words like inappropriate contact instead of rape. State Attorney General Josh Shapiro said, whose office initiated the investigation, said in a news conference, they protected their institution at all costs. As the grand jury found, the church showed a complete disdain for victims. So excuse me if I get a little upset about you preaching at me uh, anything morally obligatory. You don't get that right. You don't. And I think I've went over that pretty well. The Vatican has declined to respond to the grand jury report detailing decades of sexual abuse, child sexual abuse and cover-ups by priests and bishops in Pennsylvania refusing to even say whether church officials in Rome have read the documents. So, again, pardon me for not giving one shit for what you have to say about anything at all, ever, for a long time, at least for a long time. Let's check some comments. Oh, Gamar, breathe, brother. I appreciate that, Morgan. I try my best. I, I am a Christian. I do love Jesus, and I try my best not to um, not to represent him in a, in a bad light. I didn't do a great job of it on the veterans interview. I, you know, I, I'm going to fail miserably many times over. This is just one of those things that you you're just thank you, Corey. Proud of you. I have to go to sleep. Keep it up, brother. Yes, sir. You too. This is one of the things that um I will not stand for. 
because the, it, go read the book 1984. Our media does it to us all the time. It's called the memory hole, right? Like these clowns think they can sit in their high places and high spaces and preach at you and me while they've done this disgusting, despicable, evil acts and then want to tell us we have a moral obligatory duty to do quite anything, quite anything at all. You don't get that. You don't know. You lost that. You lost that privilege when thousands of children were brutally sexually molested by your freaking priest. You lost that privilege. So we will um, we will discard everything you have to say, Catholic Church. Thank you. Now you can go back to your corner where you belong because you don't get the opportunity to talk about that to us, to preach at that to us. But I will tell you 100%, there is somebody that I would allow to talk and preach about making New York State better. And that's TomFor52.com. That's T-O-M-F-O-R-5-2.com. There's no quit and quitter, Thomas Daniel Quitter. We have a Facebook group. We have a clubhouse group. Thomas Daniel Quitter is running for the 52nd District of New York State. And he does get the opportunity to tell us how we can be better. You know why? Because he didn't do the things that the Catholic Church does. I will keep the other specifics out of my mouth when mentioning Tom, because Tom is an upstanding individual who's very brilliant and deserves to be in the New York State Senate 52nd District. Tomfor52.com, T-O-M-F-O-R-52.com. Please go check him out. I gave you a lot of numbers in that last segment. Um, those numbers are relevant to today's day and age and what's going on. And I would like to ask somebody very specifically how they feel about those numbers. Little Wayne, tell me how you feel about those numbers. They don't lie. Oh, thanks, Little Wayne. Appreciate that. No, they don't. No, they don't. They do not lie. So, with that being said, there was a teacher in Salt Lake City. Utah, who has been fired, quit, I don't know. She doesn't work there anymore. And for that, I am grateful. School district says, this is Salt Lake, Utah City. School district says Lehigh teacher, Leah Kenyon, who teaches chemistry. Or she used to teach chemistry. She doesn't anymore. Leah Kenyon is no longer employed after comments to students in a report from Fox 13 in Saint Salt Lake City, Utah. Lehigh, Utah. The Alpine School District says a Lehigh school teacher is no longer employed by the district after an investigation into a video that showed her making controversial marks to students while in class. That doesn't sound very bad. And as we dig into it, it's probably not going to sound that very bad right at the beginning. But just wait. Just wait. There's more. 
I would be super proud of you if you chose to get the vaccine, Kenya says in the video. Nothing wrong with that, right? That's okay. okay. Nothing wrong with that so far. I would be super proud of you if you chose to get the vaccine, Kenyon says in the video. Remember, she's caught on video doing this. We'll just keep getting variants over and over until people get vaccinated. False! That's fake news. You will keep getting variants regardless of vaccination. That's how viruses work. That's why you have a different flu vaccine every year. She's a chemistry teacher. Get bent. Move on. Oh, yeah. By the way, Catholic Church. Unreal. Unreal. Kick rocks. Uh, teacher, with your false information right out of the gate, kick rocks. All right, moving on. Sorry, got distracted. We'll just keep getting variants and over and over until people get vaccinated. Wrong. No, you're gonna keep. We're gonna keep getting variants over and over because it's a virus. It's here to stay forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Because that's what viruses do. It could end in five seconds. False. If people would get vaccinated again, false. No, it's not going to end ever. Never, ever. doesn't matter if 100% of the world gets vaccinated, double shot, every booster shot. It's still not going anywhere. It's a virus. You just adapt to it. This is a chemistry teacher. The teacher, this is from Fox 13. Not that I care that much, but you have this teacher that's saying, that's spewing this, this false, blatant information who's not wearing a mask the whole time she's doing it. This is my classroom. False. No, it's not. It's the taxpayer's classroom. They pay for it. The taxpayers of Salt Lake City. That's who pays for it. It ain't your classroom. So it's clear the trail we're going down here is just ultimate authoritarianism. False arrogance, unearned arrogance. I don't care about your status and what uniform or occupation you decided to wear that day, right? Nope, doesn't matter to me. Doesn't, I don't care. I don't care. This is my classroom. No, it's not at all. Not at all. At all. And we noticed that. Why? Because at the very beginning of the article, we found out she doesn't work there anymore. Why? Because she was fired. Or she was forcibly, uh, she was forcibly resigned. One or the other. This is my classroom. Mm -mm. And if you guys are going to put me at risk, you're going to hear about it, she added. Because I have to be here. I don't have to be happy about the fact that there's kids coming in here with their variants that could possibly get me or my family sick. That's rude, and I'm not going to pretend like it's not. Here's the, the underlying issue that I have with branch COVIDians. Other than the absolute fear of porn and trying to drive everybody into ultimate just chaos, unnecessary chaos, 99.999 something percent survival rate, still more than that, actually. It's selfish. Listen to the comments. They're self, these COVID idiots are self projecting their selfishness on the rest of us that choose to live our lives the way we want to. They're calling us selfish, but listen to the phrase. This is my classroom. If you guys are going to put me at risk, you're going to hear about it because I have to be here. I don't have to be happy about the fact that there's kids coming in here with their variants that could possibly get me or my family sick. It's freaking 
deranged selfishness and narcissism. That's what it is. That's what it is. And they self-project that onto us. Those of us that say, I don't care what you do. I'm going to do me. There's many libertarians that are vaccinated. They wear masks. But they don't force other people to think that the way they do. This is not that. This is authoritarianism, selfish, disgusting narcissism. It's all about me, 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 me. That's what Branch Covidians are really about. They could give a shit about anybody else. They don't care about another single person on this planet. Okay, I, I'm going to get a shirt made. <coughs> Excuse me. And sorry for cussing. I have a respirator. The respirator actually filters out your carbon dioxide, right? You filter in through the filters, not a cloth diaper that does, as we've new study come out today, that they're about 10% effective. So if both of you are wearing cloth diapers in the same room, you're still 90% at risk of getting COVID. So your cloth diaper means nothing, nothing, okay? You know what would actually prevent or mitigate the spread of respiratory infection? A respirator. It also keeps you healthy because you're not redistributing. Everybody hates that word, so I like to use it. Redistributing your own carbon dioxide right back into your freaking face, which is bad. That's unhealthy. We know it's unhealthy. Why? Because there's a lot of scientific studies that prove that that is unhealthy. Bacterial infections, lung infections, all of these things come from wearing a dirty, disgusting cloth diaper all day that doesn't mitigate the spread. As far as we know, at, at least 90% doesn't, right? There's an argument to be had about K95 and uh, 90 or K95s and N95s. And then again, the, the requirements to keep that PPE good is so extreme. So extreme. I was in the medical field, in the Navy. No, I'm not a doctor. But yes, I know. If you're going to use a KN95, N95, you can actually mitigate the spread of infectious disease. How do you do that? You put it on. You wash your hands diligently. You put it on. And then the first time you touch it, you throw it away. You wash your hands diligently and you put a new one on. Nobody's doing that. Anyway, these people are narcissistic, narcissistic and sick. To their core. And they're spreading this mental disease throughout the country. She goes on to say, I hate Donald Trump. I'm going to say it. I don't care what y'all think. Trump sucks, she said. Don't tattle on me to the freaking admin. They don't give a crap. Well, apparently they give a crap because they fired you. And you had you, you felt the, necess the necessity to say it. Please don't tattle on me. They don't give a crap. Nope. Apparently you knew they gave a crap. Um, I, I don't care about your, your views on Donald Trump, but you're a chemistry teacher. Shut your freaking mouth about politics and teach our kids chemistry. They don't need to hear about what you find as a virtue signal at all. We don't care about your views on Trump. We don't care about your views on Biden at all. Teach our children chemistry. And then you go home and then you cry about it on social media. That's what that's there for. 
That's what I'm doing right here. Get a platform. Get people that watch it. Then you can tell people how much Donald Trump sucks. We we talk about it all the time. But you know what? Donald Trump's not the president right now, is he? No, he's not. I hate Donald Trump. I'm going to say it. Nobody cares. I don't, nobody cares. Donald Trump's not the president. And nobody cares what you have to say about your freaking beliefs in politics. Be a chemistry teacher. See, this is, the, this is also another issue that I have with teachers. I would say at least 65% of the teachers in our public education system, private, probably not private education system, public education system, they're not meant to be teachers. They're not. This lady's clearly not meant to be a teacher. She's not supposed to be teaching kids. She's not supposed to be influencing anybody that isn't as dumb as she is. My stepmother is retired or retiring this year, 30 plus years of, of, of being an educator. Elementary school educator at that. Very tough. Very tough. She put her whole life into that. Um, she cares about the kids. She does not care about what her kids think about her politics. You know why? Because she cares about the kids. Jesus. Help us. We. <laughs> she also tells students that most of their parents are dumber than you. And they don't need to do everything their parents say or believe what they believe. That's an excellent freaking analysis, teacher, that most of your parents are dumber than you. Ladies and gentlemen, your public education system. Unreal. Thank God this lady is no longer influencing the youth of this country. Specifically, Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City, man, my heart goes out to you. My God. And well, how many untold stories we have of trash human beings te teaching this to our children? We will not put our kids in public government indoctrination camps. We will we will homeschool. We homeschool. But guess what? My tax money still goes to Rankin County. School district that pays teachers and pays schools for all of the garbage that they put out. She should lose her license. Yes. <laughs> Morgan says, are you smarter than the fifth grader? Uh, most fifth graders are smarter than this chemistry teacher. That's a fact. <laughs> Absolutely. Homeschool. Yes, indeed. Uh, oh, oh, just killing it tonight with the comments jp my man the pie chart of those with tds and those who are <laughs> jacoba witnesses <laughs> straight line it's <laughs> funny that's a great comment yes you are correctly right absolutely wonderful all right let's finish this up um at least one student can be heard debating with the teacher although it was not clear exactly what the student said in response the teacher says, you can believe what you want to believe, but keep it quiet in here because I'm probably going to make fun of you. Outstanding. Super glad that we're bullying kids, verbally bullying kids in, in class because of their beliefs. How about, let's just think for one second. You don't bring up your garbage beliefs in class, then you don't hear about any other dissenting opinions. Just teach chemistry. That might be a good thing for you because now you're being embarrassed all over the country. By a lot more people that have a lot more clout than me. 
but because you're a ridiculous human being that's influencing our children, or was, now you, you're fired, I am going to freaking derail you as much as I possibly can. Because this is disgusting. Kenan also told her class homophobia would not be tolerated as she is the school's gay straight alliance advisor. Why is that important and relevant to what we're talking about? I want to highlight this part right here. She is the school's gay straight alliance advisor. Alliance. Alliance. Alliance advisor. So how well is she representing the GSM community? I imagine I'm, I'm got a lot of friends and allies in the gsm community they're not going to take very lightly to this and they do not want to be conflated with this disgusting human being again highlighting gay straight alliance advisor if i hear you say a damn word about them in brackets members of the lt uh, gsm community i will open up a can then she commas right there. She stops because she knows she can't cuss. What she really means is, I will open up a can of whoop-ass. Great. We're violently threatening people now. Kids. And I will make your life a living hell. I am so glad that you are an alliance between the gay and straight community, teacher. Fantastic example. There's nothing being... That's, that's not alliance. That's disgusting human behavior. You're not fit to be the representative for that community at all. I will open up a can of whoop ass and I will make your life a living hell. Get bent. Oh my God. You don't deserve to have that. You're not a representative of that community. You're not. Move on with your life. You're not. You're disgusting human being. As a parent and child say, speeches like these are a habit for Kenyan. The child also said she was aware she was being recorded. So not only was she this effing gross of a disgusting human being towards children, she did it with absolute arrogance. Arrogance. Knowing that she was being recorded at the same time. Here's the school statement. We became aware late this afternoon of an incident that took place today in one of our high school classrooms an immediate investigation ensued the employee has been put on administrative leave pending a thorough investigation this behavior is inappropriate not reflective of the professional conduct and decorum we expect from our teachers and it will not be tolerated i am glad for that statement from the school wish it would have been more harsh but i am thankful that they did say that regardless of what she claims to be a representative for the GSM Alliance community. You get bent. No, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. Every person of the GSM community that I know would never stand by your side. You're a disgusting, despicable, pathetic human being. In conclusion, Catholic Church can kick rocks. I mean, I don't know what else I have to say about the Catholic Church. And just shut up, be quiet. Um, there, there, you might not like. There's a lot of you that may not like this next statement, but I'm gonna say it because I know it to be true. 
Cultural appropriation? That's not a thing. Cultural appropriation is not a thing at all. It's not. As I previously alluded to, cultures should be celebrated. Cultures should be shared. Cultures should be enjoyed and valued. Cultural appropriation is just modern-day segregation. There's no such thing as cultural appropriation. It's divisive, disgusting, nonsense, garbage, trash. There's no cultural appropriation. Enjoy someone else's culture. Get to know their culture. Cook their food. Listen to their music. Go talk to them. It's the beauty of our country, right? Give me your weak and your tired. Give me your poor. Give me your hungry. Enjoy the cultures around you. Enjoy your culture, whether it be white, whether it be black, whether it be brown, Asian, South American, Italian, doesn't matter. Enjoy your culture. Enjoy each other's culture. It's a beautiful thing. And we need to, to put that out there more. We need to express each other's cultures more. We need to value each other more as people because a culture represents a people who represents a person. And we are all about the individual. And I care about that individual's culture. And I want to learn about them because I want to love them. It's the second greatest commandment that Jesus ever gave. What is the greatest and first commandment? The Pharisees asked Jesus. Love your God with all your heart, mind, body, and soul. What is the second? It is just like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love your neighbor as yourself. Embrace culture. Be kind to people. Love on people. Let them love you back. I know I'm preaching to the choir here, probably. But there, there are some people in, in our sect that do believe that cultural appropriation is a thing. Stop it. Please, please, don't. It's not a thing. It's not a thing. And lastly, she's not a teacher. She's a propagandist and has no place teaching kids. People like this woman, this teacher, they have no place in our school system. They have no place having influence over our children. And derision is an acceptable form of punishment. So, before we stand on high ground and preach at people, maybe we should look at the plank in our own eye before pointing out the splinter in another one's Catholic Church. Take care of your house and shut the up. Cultural appropriation isn't a thing, and people like that do not need to be in influence over the children of our country, over your children, over my children, over anyone's children. That is a disgusting human being. I hope to God she realizes what she has done. She comes to repentance and people forgive her. I am very much willing to forgive her if she humbly apologizes and, and wants to say, you know, like this is the wrong thing to do. I, I'm sorry. This, I was a bad influence. And yes, you get the grace. Cancel culture is cancer. Uh, you know, that woke that part of the wokeism nonsense. That's cancer. Don't talk to people. Cancel culture is disgusting. I don't, it's not accountability culture. Get bent. We're not here for that. 
give people the grace and patience they, they, they that you want given to you when you make a mistake. Immature, disgusting garbage, cancel culture and wokeism. No. This lady made a mistake. I can't stand her right now. I can't stand the actions that she's made. Yes, she should be fired. I don't believe she should ever be allowed to teach again. But as a human being, if she humbles herself and she realizes that she made a mistake, then I am more than willing to forgive her. And I hope that when I make a mistake, which I will, which I'm sure I have tonight, I will tomorrow. I made many today. I made more than most in my lifetime that I'm forgiven and that I'm given patience and that I'm given grace. And you can take that or you can leave it. But that's just a thought. I love you very much. Thank you so much. Um, I will see y'all Wednesday with Joe Selassie. Same Cajun time. Same Cajun channel. I love y'all very much. I'm out. Oh, that's funny. I left myself on screen. I've done that a couple of times. I am uh, actually, we got one more now that we've ended and we had a good time. Just a thought, take it or leave it. Uh, I will go ahead and I, I was trying to get this last anchor moment call in pulled up. Um, that's so funny. It's been a while since I left myself on screen while I was wrapping things up. So that, that, that's all right right there. Let me get to it real quick. We have one more call in. It's probably juvenile. And so I'm glad I did kind of forget about it, but I do want to play it because I messed up and didn't play Chris's last um, anchor call-in moment a couple of weeks ago. So here we go from Not A Real Libertarian. Hey, this is the Bootleg Libertarian calling in for the Crawfish Libertarian. I mean, uh, Cajun Libertarian. Um, we went to Dollywood today and got on some wet rides and now I'm chafing real bad. Uh, what do you think I should do about that? He titled that Wet Balls, and now he's chafed because he didn't take the right uh, countermeasures against chafing from somebody who's been an athlete my entire life. I, uh, Yeah. Next time, put some freaking baby powder on your sack. Love y'all. I'm out.